Yo. I see my name up in lights. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can they you remember your name. Yo, it's 2023, and you know what that means. Welcome to an all-new Match Wrestling, episode 408. This is your captain speaking, along with El Jefe Moses Marquez, on the first episode of the year. And yes, we've redecorated. Hell yeah, we have. Coming up tonight, another Wrestle Kingdom is in the books. Marks could not be saltier. Uh, Also, speculation continues on local howdy. Injury plague hits the raw locker room like the damn NFL thing. And AEW crowns a new TNT champion. All this and more coming up tonight. What a moment. Um, before we begin, remember to like and sub to us on youtube.com slash maxwrestling and follow us on social media at UK. And the new website is, of course, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Right. Um, so let's get right to it. Wrestle Kingdom is in the books. Um, new Year's Dash, I, I think, is finished now. Just, Just finished. Um. But uh, all the mayhem happened yesterday. Uh, I'm I'm kind of glad that they got the whole Mercedes debut pretty early because oh, yeah. Hi, 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 hi. yeah, it didn't really go very smoothly. But that's a different story. Um, some people were probably just like waiting for the news uh, of whether or not she was going to be there, even though it's pretty clear that she was going to be oh, there. Yeah. It had been rumored for I want to say months. Yeah. Months. Um, so having seen a training video of how that finisher was supposed to go, I don't know what the fuck went wrong. Uh, heat of the moment? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, honestly, the move does not look like it's an easy move to hit. Let's keep that the funky part. Like, no, it, it's supposed to be like a gory special into a DDT. And I'm like, first off, that just sounds cool. Yeah, and then seeing it like actually executed, I'm like, okay, right on. But I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm 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 still dumbfounded. I'm not too sure what happened on Wednesday. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kyrie just hadn't rehearsed it, or oh, I'm sure she had. I'm <laughs> positive of it. But she, fucking Mercedes way. showed up in Japan. Was like, I'm gonna go sightseeing, and Kyrie's like, you don't want to work. You don't. You don't want to. <laughs> What do you mean you're going to go eat ramen? You remember Trinity, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, my friends are here. We're going to go party. Bitch, you should be practicing. But, uh, I mean, but we'll, FTR, we'll get she. Right back towards sushi. Wrong, wrong country. No, not the wrong country. Nope, you're good. But, I mean, it's, I just, uh, I don't know. It's. The unfortunate reality is uh, her music, you know, obviously nobody's going to recognize new music. It wasn't no. any kind of eye-catching. Um, she came out with a weird look. A weird look. And, the hair, uh, what the fuck? Apparently it was supposed to be fire? Yeah, I, I, I kind of get it, but it looks so no, it stupid. I, I, I'm glad you almost got it. I didn't get it at all. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bud? I can um, see his- Kind of like the the blue burning away because obviously the blue represents Sasha Banks. Sure, why but, not? 
it it just looks awful. It looked like cheetah print. <laughs> looked like cheetah print. Not even gonna lie. Um, so again, she couldn't get over in the visual aspect. She didn't get over uh, musically. Uh, you're you cannot. There's not many people that can cut a, a promo in English in Japan and it actually go over. And night one, you're not going to be able to do it. Nobody can do it night one. Nobody. Maybe Hulk Hogan back in the day, but that's about like I really about it. Like I can't think of many Americans. I mean, AJ had all the everybody around him, but but that was during a time where you know the Bullet Club was running hot, and you got used to Americans and da 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 da. And so she got over in no aspect. And then of course you know they would love a great move, and you fuck that up too. So yeah. And her first match isn't even taking place in Japan. It's nope. taking place in ha- San Jose. In San Jose. <laughs> isn't it great? Um, so, yeah, that's going to be against Kyrie um, at Battle in the Valley on, I want to say, February. That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, and the reason because this is because New Japan doesn't normally do women's matches. This is the first time it's been on. I want to say any show. I, I literally want to say any show, but I could be wrong. It could be any Tokyo Dome show since '94. Yeah. And um, yeah, there you go. That sounds a lot better. Since '94, so it's been a hot ass minute. You know what I mean? But they're still not just going to start to interject the the Stardom women. Stardom has their own thing. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe during big shows like this one, like they're going to be in America. This is an opportunity for you know Kyrie to go back to America and. You know, again, it's a nice representation of Japan. Hopefully she doesn't win. God, please tell me she doesn't win. I don't care if you have to fuck her over. Like, just, it's, it's, that's a no for me. That's a hard pass. Yeah, not, not after that debut went so no. awkwardly. Yeah. Um, if she came off like a million bucks, then okay, cool. Let's ride the momentum. But there is no momentum to ride. Um, no, I mean, I, th- I think it was bigger for us who are used to seeing her, but the audience over there, they, they don't really care. They, I mean, yeah, you have WWE fans in Japan, but then you also have fans that could give a shit. They could give a shit about the E, because look at all what the great wrestling they have. They want comedy and stupidity, they'll watch DDT. They want uh, a lineage and, and strong style, you can watch either Noah or New Japan. Right, you know, there's a plethora out there. Um, thankfully, there was good stuff coming from Wrestle Kingdom. Um, oh, we, I stuff. mean, we we called Kenny actually oh. winning some gold. Oh, I popped like a fucking nerd, like the <laughs> biggest nerd. But but as much, and I'll get into the backlash. I don't want to say the backlash, but I'll get into the fucking uh, Mark hate in a minute. But this is already being touted as one of the greatest matches of all time. And it's already making me need to go back and watch uh, Osprey, uh, not Osprey, o- Omega, Omega Okada from uh, what was it, uh, Dominion, you know. And I'm gonna have to go check that one out because that uh, I d- fuck Will, dude. Are you kidding me, bud? Are you Doc Brown? Not now. Um, it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like it was. I don't want to say like. He I, Will was getting all the babyface love. All baby, he had his people in the corner. The crowd was coming back for him. Things were just going up and up and up and up and up. But 
the reality is, and this is what I've been having to fucking tell multiple people on TikTok and Facebook and everywhere else I have. We for you guys forget who motherfucking Kenny Omega is. You forget that when Kenny Omega was was in Japan, he was a god. He yeah. was American. He, he was white. He was a gaijin. You know what I mean? He was a non-Japanese, but he was still a god. And just because he went away and did AEW, which by the way they broadcast New Japan broadcast them, by the way, and he comes back, do you think he's not going to keep being a god? As Don Callis says, the god of pro wrestling. Now again, this. In my opinion, he had to win it. Where does Will go from here with that belt? I say nowhere. Plus, that belt was meant, as they, when they originally uh, debuted, that belt was meant to be defended in the States when they go on tour in the States. And since they're going very limited, I mean, it's picking back up, but because they're going on such a limited basis, why not put it on somebody who's in America all the time? And on top of that, and this is, I'll be, we go a little diver deeper into it, uh, on a different fun show that I'll plug at the end of the thing. But um, you remember when Kenny hit Impact and whether people hated or loved that relationship, they garnered views. Yeah, and I kept saying they booked Kenny better in Impact than AEW did at the time. Exactly. Well, guess of another place that could probably book Kenny way better than AEW again. And yes, I'm taking shots at TK right now. He's on my shit list. But... It's New Japan strong. And the idea of him doing like these Sasha Bank, like how, how Mercedes, like I'm going to keep doing this for a couple of weeks. Monet. I swear I, Monet. I love the announcer. He's like, Mercedes Money. I'm like, that is a terrible name. That is terrible. But then they're like, it's Monet. I'm like, that's just not that much better. But whatever, I'll get over it. But just like her, she'll be going to San Jose and they're going to be doing shows probably all over the whatever. And he's going to hang out in L.A. where the L.A. Well, obviously L.A. Dojo, where the New mm-hmm. Japan Dojo is at. So why not have him garner attention to the New Japan of, you know, young, the young New Japan, the 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 Carl Fredericks or was it Carl Fredericks? Yeah, I'm like Carl Fredericks. You know what I mean? All those guys. Um, it just it, it works. Use Kenny as a way to garner views or and this is another one. Uh, some Somebody literally told me this last night. Maybe I dreamt it. What if Will shows up and costs Kenny and the Bucks the belts? Or what if that's Jay White because he lost to Okada? You know what I mean? What happened on this show can play implement can have implements going into AEW. But no, the wrong guy won. Bastards. Have you seen any of this Kenny hate? No. I mean, I see it all the time, but I haven't seen any in the last... 48 hours or whatever. Oy, oy, oy. Oh, it'll get bad when the sh- when the Schmarks segment shows up to Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wait, actually, there is one in uh, Shit Marks later on. Oh, God damn it. Um, so I'm just catching up with the New Year's Dash results, see if we missed anything uh, noteworthy or if it was just like, like a regular only... show. Well, it's a, it was a mystery vortex. So all the, all the, um, Matches were all mysteries. You just showed up and yeah. they were happening. But uh, there was one match that was scheduled, and that's the uh, the four-way for the, was it, King of Pro Wrestling Championship? Yeah. Which would be Great Okan, Chico Takagi, uh, Sho, and Toriano, who is, I believe, the defending champ? I might be wrong. Um, but, I mean. 
probably the biggest thing going down on New Year's Dash, which is weird because sometimes it used to be like you got to watch it because something might go down. Yeah, That's the, that was the show <laughs> where Jay White turned on Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, the Young Bucks kicked out Kenny. Yeah, all I'm seeing pretty much is just like setting up a couple of matches. So uh, we're going to get to Kage and Okada at some point. I believe it. Oh, I believe it. Um, I mean, as far as like the Wrestle Kingdom itself. Oh, what do you what do you got for me? Uh, do 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 Bullet Club beat down the baby faces after the uh, eight man tag. Okay. Um, after the match, Jay White grabbed the mic and cut an intense promo against Hikuleo, Hikuleo, um, blaming him for the loss against Okada. White then challenged Hikuleo to a loser leaves Japan match. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now, granted, I don't think that means Jay goes bye-bye, but why not? Yeah. Have Tama help him out. We've seen Jay tiptoe in AEW. We haven't really seen him have a run, though. Um, Can you make room for him? That's That's the real question. That's the reality of it. It's like, I love everybody in Under the Sun to come on into AEW and do some shit. But are you going to be able to do more than one thing? Are they going to be able to actually push you in some actual sense? Or are you going to be there to be there because you're there? I think, like, Forbidden Door was planting the seeds for Jay and Adam Cole. But, of course, Cole got injured. And we've yet to see him back. Yeah. Um, Okada back on top. Oh, everybody hates Okada. Why do y'all hate Okada so much? I was looking through the history. He's only actually won the heavyweight title a couple of times at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, I want to say, overall a four- or five-time champ. Um, But, yeah, he's only actually won it at Wrestle Kingdom twice. I want to say twice. And And this is the second one. And it feels like it's a Roman thing where he wins it every fucking year, but it's not really like that. It's, uh, what's the thing called? The, The thingy effect. Oh, the Mandela effect. That one, yeah. <laughs> but it's it, it's true. It's it's. But what it is is people are so accustomed to hearing that it's Okada's the champion. Okada's the champion. Okada's the champion. But then again, there's a lot of these cats that ain't watching all the time, and they didn't see Osprey being champ, and they didn't see Shingo being champ, and they don't they don't pay attention to that. They just oh, Okada's still the god out there. Well, first off, yes, but uh, like no, he, there was a time where he wasn't. He was you know, fucking around with a balloon in his hand. Jeez, you know it's oh, the great Okada. As I you know keep trying to get him confused with the great Okan because you know it's so easy to mix them up. The great Okada is is you know he he's back on top for a reason. Let's keep that funky. Let's go with that. He's back on top for a reason. I'm not saying the Jay White era was a bad era. I'm just saying Antonio Noki passes away. This was a tribute show to Antonio Noki, and. Let's let's face it. We can, I've always said, and Dave Meltzer and other people, I'm sure, have always said, uh, Okada is our generation's Ric Flair. When the reality, and this is a hard one to to, to deal with, he's more of our era's Antonio Noki. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he can be on the mid-card and still be a giant attraction like Antonio Inoki. He didn't have to be a champion and still garner nothing but uh, uh, was it ticket sales and merch sales and all kinds of other nonsense, especially back in the day. That was Antonio Inoki. That's Okada. Very true. Um, we also called uh, Muto winning his last New Japan match. That's right. Let's go. Let the old guy win, as we said. That's right. So for and I'm gonna say this because I know some people get were confused and and it and that's fine. That is fine. Uh, Kenji Muto is the great Muto. Don't get don't freak out. It's, yes, it's the same guy that just wrestled Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, he was on. We don't don't. I know. I know. I know. I know. Don't freak out. Because people don't know, you know what I mean? These goddamn schmacks. I swear to God, they know everything. It's like, you do understand that he puts on, like, a mask. <laughs> and without it, he's, you know, Kenji Mudo. It's, uh, it's like Kane and Corporate Kane. Hey, there you go. Kane and Corporate Kane. By the way, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, what have you, my goddamn ringtone, Doc Brown, is bugging me. But apparently Doc Brown got a hold of Hiroshi Tanahashi and asked him if he wanted a time machine so he can go back and bring his younger version of himself to fucking be his tag partner. And then apparently they're trying to tell me that's Shoto Aminu. No, the fuck. No, it's not. That is Tanahashi's child. That guy was Tanahashi's (laughs) child. Fuck, they look so much alike. It's not even funny. Like, the reality, and, and I'm not saying this in a negative sense. I'm really not. But there's uh, there are pillars in there uh, in New Japan, guys that can't be you know mistaken. Uh, Tanahashi is one of them, and now Shoto Shoto Umino looks a lot like him, and I mean a lot like him. The hair, the build, you put give him the fucking tights, bro, and a sleeve. You swear to God, it's the same kid. You swear to God, it's the same kid. Um, <laughs> who's the uh, fucking Ren Narita? Looks like a skinnier version of Shibata. Works like a smaller version of Shibata. Uh, who is the other you one? You know There's... what? I think that's when I turned it on because I was uh, late watch, um, catching up with it. Mm-hmm. And I swear I turned it on. I thought, wait a minute. I didn't know Shibata had a match. Oh, wait a minute. It's not Shibata. It's just fucking mini-me. But there's a couple more like that, and I can't think of them right now. But um, I, 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 I mean, it just fucking blew my mind. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I guess, speaking of mind-blowing, breaking news within the last half hour, hour or so, uh, Money in the Bank is coming to the UK, specifically London. Now, we, we've <laughs> been through this. Did you have a problem this. with this last time? We've been through this before. I don't know which American wrestling promoters need to hear this. All of them, apparently. There was Every more fucking cities in the UK than London. More accessible yep. ones. But it's jolly old London. It's it's like us thinking Texas is the central of North America, and it's fucking not. It's all the way down there by Mexico. London's all yep. the way down there by the sea. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, but either way, <laughs> it is pretty huge. We got a an official like normal pay per view in the UK. Yeah. First time since SummerSlam, ninety two. I know, yeah, I was going to say, it's been a hot-ass minute, hot-ass minute. 
Yeah, we're not we're not counting insurrection or rebellion because they were made specifically for the UK. This is like an actual like normal calendar pay per view mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, it means more, damn it! It means more. Yeah, and I'll be honest, the poster looks cool. They got huge ladders going up to Big Ben or Ooh. not Big Bill, Big Bill, Ben, Big Bill. Um, the time difference is going to be interesting because obviously I'm assuming it's going to be live, so it's going to be 7 p.m. our time. Oh well, they do but, it for Saudi Arabia. So do you think yeah. you're gonna give a shit about this? Nope. Maybe Wake maybe maybe, maybe planting the seeds for a very very distant future WrestleMania, which is obviously probably gonna be fucking UK, uh, London too. London again. Uh, or not? I mean, WrestleMania is very much a, a US Canada kind of thing. It's never it's been anywhere the, else. It's a, it's a it's a traveling pay per view. Yeah. But outside I'm not, I'm not going to rant on this one because I did it to Tony last time. So, uh, but the point still stands. Go to like stop going to fucking London. Yeah, stop going to go somewhere in the middle. I'm with that move. What, what, like, what, where? Liverpool. Liverpool's a lot more central than London is. Does Liverpool have a stadium? Yeah. Bingo. Mm. I mean, what the fuck am I talking about? They go to goddamn cities with like eight thousand arena. Who cares? Like, fuck, come on. Um, it's it's giving me an awful taste in my mouth to say this, but obviously they got Anfield, which houses uh, just over 50, 50 to sixty thousand people. There you go. There's your pay per view. Yeah, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Sorry, beer. <laughs> uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. But I digress. Um, oh, I, I do want to. I do want to give a. Uh, a quick, I'm sorry, to the great fucking team of uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, Bish- Bishaman, uh, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi, dude. They, them and FTR was was fucking damn good. Uh, blew me away to the point where I was like, I wanted to go apologize directly to Yoshihashi's face. I'm sorry, you don't suck. You still kind of do, <laughs> but um, like it was it was good. Like honestly, I didn't really see. Too much negative in this show Like I, I obviously I, I always skip the Rambo Like I'm, that's just not gonna happen Um, I even enjoyed the freaking uh, The exhibition match with, Was it It's Ro, Ro Hold on stop Rohe Ole Ah Right Right Okay And uh, is it Ule Bolton 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 That's right Anyway Ule Bolton is it Was actually ranked number five In the world At the same time that Um Gable Stevenson was wrestling. So they could have met in the world final, but they didn't. So uh, he, he is that good. He went up against uh, a young lion who had uh, an amateur background and they had only a three minute time limit. And they, it was some excellent amateur grappling. So this guy is fucking big and powerful. You said it yourself the other week. He's built like a shit, uh, like a brick shit house. Yeah. He's he, hench. He, you know, he is maybe that big guy New Japan needs. He's smooth. He's smooth and powerful. So, I mean, but granted, that is an amateur style that he's been practicing for years and years and years and years. So, hopefully he can transition well. If he does, I'm excited to see where he goes. Other than that, uh... Oh, 
I really wanted Master Wado to win. I don't know how you guys did that, Gato. I don't know how the fuck you get you gave me the weirdest guy in all of New Japan history, and you made me want him to win the IWGP Junior Title so bad. And then you you fucking gave it to Hiromu, which I'm kind of mad about. But then again, I'm also thinking maybe Kushida's gonna kick his ass. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, all in all, really good show. Hey yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and we're about to take it to the match. So uh, before we continue with what's happened this week, let's go back a little further with this week in wrestling history. Check out the guitar. Um, it's not an awful long list because obviously it's uh, New Year's week. Yeah. Um, so we're kicking off January 1st, 2022. Sounds weird. That's part of history now. Um, but it was last year. WWE presented the first ever day one pay-per-view main evented by Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar defeating Big E, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins for the WWE title. Um, this year they decided against doing a day one pay-per-view. Gee, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was an okay pay-per-view from what I remember. Um, I think people were just pissed off because Brock ended Big E's reign. Yeah. But it was, of course, to just set up this stupid title versus title match at Mania, and now we're cursed because of that, because Roman's still walking around with both belts. Trade. Fuck it. January 3rd, 2000, the McMahon-Helmsley era officially began as DX took over Raw in the absence of Vince McMahon. So much so that Triple H defeated Big Show to regain the WWE title, while The Rock faced X-Pac and the New Age Outlaws in a no-DQ three-on-one handicap main event, but won. So that kind of backfired. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh, January 4th, I'm not going to go through them all, but due to the annual New Japan event, uh, now known as Wrestle Kingdom, taking place on January 4th since 1992, there have been, including this year, over 230 title changes on the 4th of January in history, mm-hmm. and over 150 today in history with Night 2 or New Year's Dash, so that's... God damn! Way over 300 title changes in the past Fucking... two days in history. 150 on the bullshit show from Corrigan Hall? Okay, <laughs> fuck. The the oldest title to change hands on January 4th uh, was actually not in a Tokyo Dome show. It was Arn Anderson winning the NWA world title. Nice. Um, nice. In the 80s? I didn't write down the year, but it was late 80s. Sounds like that. Uh, and also, finally, January 4th, 1999, of course, it is the night the channels changed as WCW lost 600,000 viewers to WWE when they gave away the pre-taped main event results of Mick Foley finally winning the WWE Championship. And if that wasn't bad enough for WCW, their main event segment was the infamous Finger Poke of Doom. Y'all really didn't think people love Mrs. Foley's baby boy? I mean, come on now. Come on now. Like, I'm still paying for it. Pretty sure they built it for like a couple of months too because everybody thought Mankind was the corporate, hand-picked corporate guy to win the title, but obviously mm-hmm. they swerved and the Rock turned heel at Survivor Series. Yes, sir. But then, um, Tony, you were right. They certainly did put butts in seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, man. 
And um, for those of you too young to know what the finger poke of doom is, it oh, was God. terrible. It was um, Kevin Nash literally taking a finger poke and then laying down for Hogan to uh, win the WCW title. That was their main event. Like, you make it sound so nice. He just took a finger poke. He sold the dog he ass. He sold it, yeah. He <laughs> sold the dog ass out of this fucking thing. And it's like, come on, bud. Come on. But, I mean, um, that was that was the click back then. That's how it was. Apparently, apparently that's the same thing the elite do. Which yeah. I, I haven't seen it go that fucking far, anywhere near that far. So I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. I really don't. Somebody please enlighten me. Yeah, we we um we hear about these comparisons all the time, but we never actually see them. I mean, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Also, of course, WCW never regained the viewers after this night. This was the night that uh, completely changed the course of the Monday Night War. And Oh, yeah. What was it? Like, I, I, two years later, WCW died. Yeah, almost two years. I want to say almost two years, not to the day. It died a slow death in 2000. But then, yeah, 2001, it was oh, sold. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Fucking 2000. Talking about. Like it, it's like have you ever seen like that movie like where the guy gets shot in the gut and he just won't fucking die? That's that was WCW. And it's not like you wanted WCW to die, but what else could you do? You know, you went through a whole regime change and you completely got away from what you guys were used to. And you know, it's like there was no it, you finally yeah, you finally got away from the NWO running everything, but it's like the the fucking damage was done. There was yeah. nothing you could do. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it in the history a while ago, but they went through this whole stage of vacating all the titles and trying to mm. reboot WCW, and then they failed, and it went under like a few months later. Yeah, I mean, I remember them. They debuted like a, a, a Cruiserweight tag title and all kinds of other shit. Because so they, were trying, they were trying hard, bro. Yeah. Well, uh, before we go any further, this past Saturday at the Maxis Awards, we celebrated Stephen Spice with the 2022 Lionheart Award. Um, he received special messages from Darby Allin, Frankie the Mobster, and Aiden Prince. But we're not done yet, because somebody else you may recognize also wanted to give a shout-out to Stephen. Hey, everyone. This is WWE NXT superstar Jack. Steven, what's going on, man? I just wanted to send you a quick congratulations on the Lionheart Award. That is a wonderful accomplishment. As always, I'm super proud of you, and I'm super proud of uh, everything you've done and the person that you're becoming because you are an amazing person. You're an amazing individual. You're an amazing human being and uh, an amazing friend. I love you, bud. Take care, Steven. Congratulations. Right now for a little bit of fun. See if you can get there before we do. But we're adding a little spin to this one. If it's not guessed within two minutes, then we're going to cut a 60-minute promo. 60-second, 60 60-minute, 60 60-second 60 promo against that mystery person. Oh, God, I love that segment. It's time to guess the wrestling. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestler. Rocking. So, first championship recognition is the WCPW Tag Team Championship 
with Scotty Wainwright. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sports Illustrated ranked to- uh, in the top 10 men's wrestlers in 2018, number six. Top uh, 10 wrestlers in 2022 at number five. Ooh. Ring of Honor world champion, or sorry, world television champion one time. Uh, Matt Taven? No. Uh, oh, here we go. All right. Big time New Japan stuff. Sixth triple crown champion. He is their sixth triple crown champion. Winner of the best of the Super Juniors twice in 2016, 2019. Won the New Japan Cup in 2021. He's a one-time, never open weight, IWGP US and IWGP heavyweight champion. But he's also a three-time junior heavyweight champion. Jay White? No. Inside the Ropes uh, magazine ranked him 10th uh, in, in their top 50 back in 2020. Uh, juice? No juice. Progress, progress wrestling. Here we go. This should get you into that one right there. Strong. He won the, was it? Uh, no, here we go. Tag team champion, progress tag team champion with a man named Paul Robinson. And he was also their world champion, the progress champion one time. There's not that many IWGP US champions. Why can't I think? Uh, we've already we go, had Danny. Uh, here we go. We'll give you some Uncle Dave. Best flyer, three years straight, 2016 through 2019. Um, he was the best non-heavyweight MVP, or he was the non-heavyweight MVP in 2018-2019. European MVP in 2021. Most outstanding wrestler, 2019. And uh, he had match of the year uh, in 2019 against Shingo Takagi at the Best of the Super Juniors Finals. Uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. No. Ah, time is up. Time is up. Oh no! I tried to make them easy for you. I did. All right. If I give you some ref pro, do you think you'd guess him? Um, go for it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, one-time undisputed British tag team champions with Paul Robinson, British cruiserweight champion twice. And the undisputed British heavyweight champion one time. I got two Osprey? of them. That'll... No, did I say Osprey? No. no, I said Saber. You said Saber. Is Osprey a guess? Yeah. Osprey is correct. I knew I should have gone for the other Brit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I was like, God damn it. I was like, really? The technical I'm like, guy? Did I go Osprey or Sabre Jr.? No, nah, I always go Osprey, especially when it comes down to the heavyweight realm. Uh, sure. I, I, fig- I figured, you know, you gave me, you get, I hate to say like a foreigner, but there you go. I gave you a guy from your homeland and you still couldn't do it. Um, so promo against Osprey at the end of the show. Oh, Lord. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's already mad. Yeah. Now look what you did. Now I'm going to piss him off even more. So, last week, Travis Walker-Anderson was presented with a contract drawn up by the lawyer, Chad Malcolm. In this contract, it states that the Phoenix will receive no rematches against Travis should he lose at Podcast Promo Rumble 8. But if there's any interference, Travis will be stripped of the world title. So, um, LFA, he's your boy. Did he sign the contract? 
The funny thing about family is sometimes it's a group decision when things go down and uh, you don't get a choice what it is you're going to do. But you follow the orders anyway. All right, I guess we'll find out. Sit down with no goddamn coffee and cookies. We have business to discuss. I called this meeting. We have a few things to go over. The first of our business is Corey. I have my doubts about you. There was no way you were going to live up to the standard for me to allow you to stand not only next to Trav, but let alone myself. But you went on, you proved yourself worthy. Show that that brand meant something to you. You beat Chad. You got questions that I wrote for you. Do you think I was going to take it easy on you? Do you think I was just going to let you skate with the title that I had a lineage carrying my brand? I had to make sure that not only did you win in fashion. But you did it with questions that even the regulars couldn't get. So luckily for us, you pushed through and you're still the Max Wrestling Television Champion here with that MDO, baby. Yeah, that was some real outlaw shit you pulled at the Maxis. I knew you had it, didn't you? Thanks, Walker. And thank you, Hefe. For giving me the opportunity. See, I never really got that with the jury. But I'm learning that the MDO way is the only way. Ever since I retained this title, I've been stronger. More confident. I'm glad to be a part of this team. Oh, Cypher, my man, you have a lot to learn. This isn't a team. We don't sign free agents. We don't bring in big names. This is ride or die. We are a family. Now I gotta, we gotta keep pushing. Gotta keep moving. Business does not stop for us. Does not stop for the world. Now that the cipher business is handled, because the MDO set the standard at the maxis, baby. Now it's your turn, Trev. And the lawyer boy is calling your name, and the contract's already been sent over for me for your match of promo rumble. Man, fuck them. I ain't signing shit, and those contracts don't mean shit. All I'm gonna do is what I do best, and that's kick Feeney's ass. Do you have any idea how stupid you sound? Who the fuck's boss around here? You or me? Last time I checked, my name bad said Hefe. Yours said Travis. Have you read this contract? Have you seen this fucking piece of paper yet? No, the fuck you haven't. I have. If it's not fucking signed, you will be stripped of the Max Wrestling World Championship and I'll fucking be damned. 
if that'll happen. Not on my fucking watch. I didn't go spend tens of thousands of dollars to get you a custom-made smoking gold championship just for you to hand it back to them and their dragon bullshit fuckery. Fuck that. I've been down this fucking road before. I know the kind of bullshit that comes with any type of contract that Chad writes up. I'm not signing a fucking thing. I love your fantasy world that you fucking live in. What part of this don't you get? There's no getting out of this. You work for me. When I say goes, if I say jump, you're going to jump. If I say defend the title against Chad or Phoenix or whomever, you're going to do it. So you will defend that title against Phoenix, and you will sign this contract. I'm not going alone, though. I don't fucking trust them. What part of fucking boss don't you understand? What part of you don't make the fucking rules around here don't you understand? You don't want to sign this fucking thing? You don't want to fucking sign it? I'm going to sign it. And after I fucking sign it, I'm going to add a goddamn clause to it. I'm banned. Cypher's banned. Nobody's going with you to the fucking ring. You understand me? You're in this shit alone. Do I make myself clear, Travis? Yeah. I got you. Am I coming in clear, Corey? I understand, Hefe. Sorry, Travis. Fantastic. I'm so glad we're all on the same page. Two-man band. Fuck out of my office. This meeting's over. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us. And head to our website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Dot com. Still to come, this week's Geek of the Week, the Bestler of the Week, and shit's Mark say, plus a revelation. Who is facing Cypher for the television title at Podcast Promo Rumble 8? But first, let's take a week of what else is going down this week throughout the wrestling world. Um, so let's go. Uh, Uncle Howdy, uh, his identity was very much up for debate over the weekend, and I don't know why, because I'm pretty sure we knew months ago that it was going to be Bo Dallas. I, I don't know why people are so convinced it's Vincent, even though they've seen these guys in NXT, not on the E. I don't know why we're so dumb. Why are you guys getting so easily captivated by the obvious? It's his brother. It's his own fucking brother, the guy who's been off television for... Fuck, how long has Bo been gone? When was the last time we saw Bo? I'm, I, I want to say, say like 2019 or something. I was literally going to say four years ago. I was literally going to say four years ago. Bo, uh, Bo, 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 Bo. Uh, B Team 2021. Oh, he's released. Do, do, do. He was released uh, April 15th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, which was. Almost a year after Curtis Axel was released. Oh, yeah. But the last time he was on TV was apparently the November before that. So November 2019. Three plus years is what you're telling me. Yeah. Uh, His last segment, he and Curtis Axel were attacked by Braun Strowman on SmackDown. Shocker. Shocked and odd I am. 
but we've seen like uh, photos of them side by side, and like Bo has literally got the same goatee that Uncle yeah. Howdy's got. It's like it's it's a very specific design for a goatee. There, there's no mistake in it. No, there's not. And then again, like again, for those who are saying it's Vincent, that dude's got a full ass beard. Okay, full ass beard. And wait, let me take a look at this. Is it, is it does it say he's officially signed back with WWE? Because I'm sure we heard that not too long ago. I swear, I remember reading it, but then I was just like, "Yeah, no, I I do remember reading it." Because I was like, "Don't you guys believe?" I don't know. I had to do it. <laughs> I love that guy. I do. I, I but then again, I also like that gimmick and. I liked it because it was it was I don't want to say it was original. It was one of those ones where it was like it could either get over huge or you're gonna fucking just hate it. Yeah. Um I I like the Mr. Rush. Actually, I think I like everything Bo Dallas has done. He's just made it work. The uh the outcasts. Yeah. Um I loved the whole squeaky voice nerdy success happy driven guy from NXT. Uh, yeah. Which Phoenix absolutely hated. Shocker. The Bolive guy. Uh, shocker. Phoenix hates somebody. This fucking guy. Miz and Bo Dallas are like his two most hated people ever. I understand the Miz. <laughs> but, then, but then with that, I say go watch fucking Miz and Mrs. And I guarantee you're going to change your mind. Yeah. I guarantee it. It is funny. Um, so... Injuries have been plaguing WWE this past week. Um, I'm not sure how bad Rollins is. I mean, I know he was assisted out of the arena on Raw after the match, after the main event with Austin Fury. Um, but AJ Styles confirmed he's broke his freaking ankle. Yeah, that's the one that I don't want to say that's the one that worries me the most, but it's it's definitely disconcerting to hear that. Uh, like. It's just bad, you know. I don't want to say like, oh, he was going to go on a tear. He was going to this, but the guy's time is limited. That's more of what I'm worried about. Is I, we know he's not going to be around for too much longer, and now the fact that he's got a broke ankle, what's what's the recovery time on that? Three months, four months? You know what I mean? I mean, safe to say he's missing mania. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. Very safe to say that. Um. Definitely, obviously missing the Rumble and just, I think, just slightly missing WrestleMania, which sucks. Fuck, you're telling me it sucks, dude. I mean, you can only imagine what he was going to do there. And then uh, the one with Seth, when you're yelling at a ref, dude, throw the fucking X up, I'm hurt. Like, that's, like, I had somebody tell me, oh, that's a work, that's a work. I'm like, um... I don't think so, dude. Like, if it was a work, why wasn't all that on camera? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that would have made more sense. But, like, no, like, this looked like, you know, the ref was just playing dumb or whatever. And I don't know how bad Seth is hurt, what he is. But, like, every time he posts the rebuild, redesign, what have you, he's hurt. Yeah. But I like that he's gone back to that old tagline. Yeah. Um, Come back. Keep the emo look going. I like it. Yeah, that that Seth Rollins, the redesign, rebuild, reclaim one was just fire. Yeah, he was. Um, No injuries. However, Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss got a little ugly with their title match. 
Um, this, this, of course, was after they pretty much parodied Scary Movie 2. Yes! <laughs> like, move for move. Move for <clears throat> fucking move, bud. There's no way that was a coincidence. No. No. Like, I mean, like, holding a short person back with one arm while they swing is like a, a, a classic slapstick kind of thing. But, like, the yeah. whole routine... I mean, I am going to say it like this, and I will, I mean, and I'll get some some heat because I always do. It's not like it's like Braun doing it to something like a, like Rey Mysterio. Right. Well, you know what I mean? Where it obviously would make sense. Bianca ain't that much bigger than Alexa. She ain't that much bigger than no. Alexa. So it was like, again, you can't play the, oh, well, she's supposed to be the strong big monster. No, God damn it. This is just very bad, scary movie too. Like very bad. Or was it three? Three. Was it? Oh yeah, maybe it was free. Yeah, because two was little hand. Oh yeah, free was one when they parodied the ring. Still hate <laughs> that dumb movie. Yeah, three was when it started going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're still seeing shades of Demon Alexa. Um, it's not going away. No, and I'm not sure how I feel about it because I would, I just assumed we'd got past this. Yeah, I, I. It's obviously leading to something. What I don't know. And uh, and like the longer you guys keep us fucking dangling a carrot, like the longer we're not gonna give a shit. I've said that before, especially with the E stuff. And I mean, I'm not saying I want her to go back to it, but if you're not going to go back to it within a, re- a decent amount of time, preferably like by the fucking rumble, then stop having her do it. Stop it. Knock it off. You know, unless she's going to end up being the one that reveals Uncle Howdy or some weird thing like that. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping there's a long-term, long-term plan of some sort. Yeah. Um, because at the moment, it just seems like they're playing it by ear. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll make her look a little crazy, and then every now and then we'll flash uh, a firefly and, you know, either pull the trigger or don't. Yeah, stop gauging the crowd reaction and worry about how we're if we're still in it or not. We're either we're either going to be in it when you make the segment, and we're not going to be in it. But it, it is what it is. You might as well just get the segment made. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was pretty negative when th- the last time she was like a demonic character, just um, after Bray left and she was on her own, and she was doing the whole Alexis Playground shit. It would be it's different if she has somebody. It's yeah. different. It's it's and I'm and I again. This is where the the heat's going to start to come in. It this is where it's it just it, it it's different. It's different. Yes, I understand. She was literally the female version of Bray Wyatt and da 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 da. But she couldn't carry that on her own because she wasn't that. She's not that person. She's not that kind of you know person. So she couldn't fill that role properly but if you have somebody who's in that mindset who can do that thing like a Bray Wyatt like a Bo Dallas in this instance because he's probably Uncle Howie Howdy um, you fucking run with it and you allow her to to pretty much just ride those coattails you're the pretty face to the crazy guys look at fucking uh, what's your face goddamn with the uh, House of Black yeah oh you she's I mean? fallen into that character so well though and she does nothing no. nothing <laughs> and it's great. Julia Hart, that's your poor name. How, I almost how is, forgot you. How is Julia a better Alexa than Alexa? 
You want to know? Because she's listening to the coaching. That's why. Because she didn't have nobody to coach. You got three. Oh, let me stop myself. I was going to say because Buddy Murphy ain't exactly like a death metal kind of cat. But you got two heavy death metal motherfuckers like, yeah, you're going to listen to everything they say. You're going to fall in line. And on top of that, like the, the fucking mind, the mind on fucking Malachi is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Alexa also, I think, kind of got left in the deep end because she was on this course with Bray. Bray took some time off and she mm. was just left like floating adrift. Exactly. It's like it's like the fucking Titanic all over again, except this time Jack was the one that floated away. She's like, "You're coming back, right?" Yeah, sure. In about a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Let's make it fucking work. Come on. Um, but speaking of gimmicks, has, has Dom finally found his niche? Dominic Mysterio, Shawshank Mysterio. Shush. When. <laughs> when you put that on there, I was like, first off, I said that, that jail segment was pretty cool, but not no Shawshank cool. The, the dude's got a teardrop tattoo and everything. I, I, I know about Shawshank. He, he's he's more Cape Fear Mysterio right now. Oh, God. Oh, man. I laughed so hard. I laughed uh-huh. so hard when I saw the tear on his face. Because, like, just, I'm like, I, I know cats are with jail. I'm just like, how you kill somebody in a day? What the hell are you doing in the guy? What kind of jail they got you in? What the fuck's going on around here? And the, but it's it's oh god, it's so extra, and I kind of like it. I just I, not only did he kill someone, but they let him cut a promo about it. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I've heard that cell phones are allowed in fucking jail these days. So I guess yeah, hey, whatever. But... In, it was in shot. Knock your socks off. Free phone call. Who are you calling? Uh, Papa H. Papa H. Excuse me, you heard me. Oh, okay, you're right. Sorry. Let's just walk away. I'm I'm just waiting for the segment where we get Morgan Freeman. I'd <laughs> like to tell you that Dominic fought the good fight and won. I'd like to tell you that. I'd like to tell you that. <laughs> Only if we get a segment where he asks for a rock hammer. <laughs> and a, and a Rita Hayworth poster. Yes, dude. But oh, it's got to be a Rita Hayworth poster. Yep, let me can I get a Rhea Ripley? Dude, come on, come on, Papa H. We're fucking booked. Like, come on, I'm over here every other week for fucking TK. Send me a check. <laughs> Tell me this wouldn't work. <laughs> Tell me this wouldn't get this fucking nerd over. Is to do a parody of fucking Shawshank Redemption. I know how fucking uh popular Family Guy remade it. Yeah. So come on, it's it it and, would work. And right at the end, Dominic crawls through a river of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then just to find out that he didn't have to. Yeah. You're like, dude, the road's right there. <laughs> oh. It trust it, it Oh God, please. The rest of judgment day show up. Um, we got the bail money. That, that one, there you go. That makes it even funnier. That makes it even funnier. This guy crawling through fucking poop, and they're just like, <laughs> uh, we posted your bail. What? Fucking hilarious. Come on. Come on. You guys like fucking dick and, dick and fart jokes? There you go. I haven't fucking crawled through shit. Hunter, you know where to find us. That's right, goddammit. We're cheap. Yeah, we are. Um, so over in AEW last night was, of course, the uh, the reboot of AEW. Whole new look, whole new graphics, the neons, hence why we've changed ours, I guess. 
the hatred for the new look. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll be honest. I was expecting a little more of an intricate stage, not just screens. But when the matches are going on, it looks good with all the neons and stuff. Yeah. I mean, the internet ran wild with it. It's oh, this, this looks familiar. Oh, this looks familiar. It's uh, one more. Uh, I said it too. I'm like, why does this look like SmackDown? No disrespect. No disrespect. I'm and I mean it with love. I do. Why I look like SmackDown? And the reality is, and the reality is, and and Harold pointed this out beautifully during the TSK time. Um, you gotta garner attention. You know what I mean? You need something to garner attention. And the E has kind of made their entrances that the must see thing. And so, how else do you gain casual fans? The same thing: big, loud lights and music, and in your face. You know, that's, hang out for the action, but here's the here's the fucking light show for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the that's the face of modern day wrestling: big ass, giant screens. Mm-hmm. Big ass, giant screens. I wish it was just a little more intricate. Just, just you had to make it a little bit more your own, and they kind of just didn't. So I don't know. Maybe they adapt with time. Maybe this mm-hmm. is an interchangeable stage, so they can actually do different shit for pay per view. If they can, leave it the way it is. Then I'll shut the fuck up. Seriously. If you can adjust this and change them for different pay-per-views and every pay-per-view we have a different set, then cool. Rock with this. Yeah, that's a way of uh, saving money, I guess. Hey, right? But they've had, like, full gear. We got cogs all over the place. Um, Mm -hmm. Double or nothing. We got chips all over the place. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, the whole dual tunnels thing was, like, AEW's thing. That's what they that's what stood out about their stages. And now it's just screens. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but the, even then you could if you wanted to be a dick. And I was at first um, the two tunnels thing was was total fucking TNA like a son of a bitch. Yeah, it was. But but again, you're going to you got to copy somebody. You're going to have to fucking have similar ideas. It's the fucking wrestling <laughs> business. I think TNA kind of did it a little better too, because they had them like opposite sides of the arena, so you had the faces yeah. and the entrances to that side. Yeah, there was a big ass gap. There was a big old gap. This one is just a. Are you coming out the left side? Or are you coming out the right side? And after time, you forget which one's the face and which one's the heel tunnel. True that. True I th- that. I think and Punk th- kept forgetting. <laughs> well, not only that, but then you have fucking people that are like, <clears throat> "But I swear to God, you're a face coming out of the heel tunnel. Or I swear to God, you're a heel coming out of the face tunnel." It's like. Brian. I'm good. Yeah, fucking Brian. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I, I just like neons, so. I heard that. I, I, I wanted something that stood out like a set, but I, I, I do like the graphics, so. Mm. TK, will uh, we'll let you live with that one for now. Yeah, yeah we'll let it slide. Um, but we kicked off with Ricky Starks and Jericho. Um... Stark's looking like a superstar. Fucking Jericho's a star maker. Yeah, he is. We star maker. Golly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ricky Starks uh, is good. We already knew that. You know, he's a great talker. Good in the ring for those who are willing to watch him. But, uh, yeah, a thousand percent, dude. Jericho's a fucking star maker. I don't give a shit who he's in there with right now. He has that attention. I'm calling it, and I, and I said it to my wife. I said, he's got the goddamn Mass Singer attention. That's what it is. He's got the Max Singer fame. 
He's so popular for being a goddamn dressed up dinosaur that he's just been rubbing off excellentness to everybody. He's been wrestling. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we're keeping action Andretti relevant. He's he's there again. Yes. Uh, whipping ass. And, and getting his ass whipped too. It, so it happens. Big ass brawl, JS, and Hager just puts Andretti through the table. Yeah, well, you know. But he, he came out like selling the last attack. I mean, he had a big ass shiner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Yeah, keep 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 pushing the kid. Yeah, make. I mean, you're <clears throat> you're. If, if we're gonna talk about him, other people are gonna talk about him, and he's gonna be he's gonna be around. So good job, keep it rocking. Um, and Hangman, uh, not yet cleared. Not yet. Next week. Unless he gets into a fight or something, like he said, if if he keeps fighting Moxley, they're gonna push it back a week. And push it back a week. And push it back a week. I'm like, but surely if you're cleared, you're cleared. Yeah, right. So what the fuck's going on around here? <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it was a nice promo segment. Apart from the microphones not working. Um, yeah, what case, the hell? <clears throat> in case in case you didn't catch it, people, uh, Marx is tired of the flowers and the sympathy cards. I think he had to say it like three times. <laughs> At least. And I'm just like, huh? And then I'm like, I thought it was like, maybe, you know, we were, somebody had the volume down or something was whatever. And I was just like, oh, maybe it's our fucked up. And then yeah. I'm scrolling Twitter and they're fucking fuming. I'm like, oh shit, they had a fuck up. Like mics weren't working this net. Oh, that's why it sounded bad. Like, okay, I wasn't whatever. sure what was happening because I could hear him, but I guess it was the arena. They weren't coming through very loud. Oh, well, shut the fuck up. But I like it when things go, go wrong because Mark's drops an F-bomb. That's right. <laughs> or we get a, or we get a fucking, you know, Rick Ross, big motherfucker. And after the show, Darby referenced it too. He just picked up a mic and go, "Hey, Seattle, is this microphone working?" Atta boy, <laughs> smart man. Um, so are they gonna drag this out to a revolution, or are we gonna get Hangman and Mox sooner? Because what we keep saying, Mox is over well, they, fucking due his vacation. Are they? or Are they not? I'm pretty sure it's scared. No, it's him and that's right. It's him and Takeshita. Yeah, it's Mox and Te- or is it Hangman? Is it Hangman Takeshita or Mox Takeshita? Mox. I think Hangman's. In, I think it's Hangman Takeshita. Whatever. It's one of them two. Um, but can you can you really drag it out until was it February? March, first week March? of March, I think. Fuck that! Fuck that! No. No, this isn't. No, no, you're gonna have to have a lights out match on fucking dynamite. You're just that's, that's where we're at. We're just gonna have to have a lights out match. Loser leaves time or something. I don't fucking give a shit. But it's it's gotta happen. You can't drag it and dra- this isn't a, a, a title feud where he was your best friend and this isn't the Kenny story. This isn't something that can be dragged out for much longer. It either needs to happen. It, it should or get off the pot. Should I get off the pot? That, like that, that, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I don't know about everybody else, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, because how many times can you just advertise? We'll hear from John Moxley. Like, yeah, that's great. You know, on fucking Rampage. On 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 Dynamite, let him at least kill a fucking nerd, and then cut a dumb promo, and then leave. But again, I I like I wouldn't. If this is all we're doing with John, let him go on vacation for the fuck's sakes. 
God. Please let the guy go. Have a break. He looks he started to get he started to look tired. Yeah. Um we I almost got pissed off at the tag team title. Almost got pissed off at the tag team title match. Cheers thank to Aubrey. Thank God you. God for Aubrey. Like thank I know you. I know it was planned, but still, thank God for Aubrey. No, yeah, I don't give a shit. Whoever <laughs> planned it, thank you. Come on now. Um, so for a split second, fucking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal won the tag team titles. So uh thanks to some shenanigans from Sanjay Dutt. Thankfully, it was overturned and the acclaimed stole uh a, a quick win. Yeah, good for them. Uh they I mean it, it just um yeah, I guess we're gonna drag it this one out. I think they have a, another match next week. Or maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I'm pretty sure I think it was either next week or no, this Friday, Battle of the Belts. Sorry. Yeah. It's Friday at Battle of the Belts. Um fucking crowning Jeff Jarrett the, the, the dumbest idea the dumbest idea anybody could fucking make in any promotion unless you're a goddamn mud show indie that gets 40 people right I literally went wait no they're not gonna end the acclaims reign like that really and then Aubrey comes in oh. <sighs> like right I've never loved a woman so much in all my days <laughs> she's just like hey well fuck no <laughs> right like finally somebody of it like, the voice of the people right here Jesus and and Jared, like the classic heel, like literally trying to like shimmy her away. But bro, not shimmy her away. He's all putting his fucking wiener in her face. Like, hey, do you mind getting the hell out of here? Like, bro, do you mind getting the hell out? Like, what the fuck are you doing? What Who are the fuck you are doing? you watching Aries? I fucking a. I guess so. Hey, come look at this. Like, whoa, hey, take it easy. Okay, we don't <laughs> we don't need any more Michael Elgin stories about people peeing on people. All right, back the fuck up, Jack. Fuck ah. me. <clears throat> Um, we got another tag match coming up as Jungle Hook. Uh, I love Tony, that name. Tony, I'm trademarking it. Uh, challenge Big Bill um, to a tag match next week with Lee Moriarty. Let's go. I, I want to like see, see more Jungle Hook. Don't don't make this a one and done like they, like fucking Hookhausen. Yeah, Keep don't do it. Don't do it. Trust me. This is that. T- if you if you're gonna want to run with one of those two, this is the one to run with. This is the one to run with. Yeah, they. <laughs> They're like similar builds, similar mm-hmm. ages. I think similar ages. I want to, yeah. But they're so different, and they they complement each other so well. I want to say, if anything, Jungle Boy's maybe like a year or two older. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, they, no, a thousand percent. They complement each other well. You have the Luchador, you have the 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 wrestler, you know, in Hook. It's it it works. It works well. You know, they're both fearless as all fucking shit. They're both the little guy, and they don't mind beating up the big guy. So come on with it. Uh, I kind of feel bad for Chad who bought Hook in the Fantasy League because Hook's always there for interview segments, but he never fucking speaks. So you're not going to get the point for him. Damn. (laughs) I did not think about that. Damn. (laughs) You just got to count on him winning matches. Yep. There you go. Bank him in. Wait till he wins a tag match. It'll really pay off or a tag title match. It'll really pay off. Oh, yeah. Um, so a pretty quick match as Danielson got a win over Tony Nice after a huge home state pop, um, as he always does in Washington. <clears throat> Love him. Well, obviously it's home. Um, and if that wasn't, yeah, I mean, I remember when they fucking took over the Raw segment and Brian wasn't even in it; he was just in the background. Yep. But the uh, the audience made it about him. <laughs> that they did, boy. That they did. Um, 
So yeah, Danielson gets the win and then gets into a war of words with MJF. Uh, and there was a lot of mum jokes. Oh, dude, like the dude. I feel like I was back in high school again. Your mama this, your mama that. Oh, your mama this. Your mama's had more suitors. It has probably a couple of them in this building. That's not true. That's not true. Like, if you ever really want to piss off a spoiled rich kid, you talk about his mama. Yeah, and I love how he kept referring to it as suitors. Yeah, that was great. Human suitors. Human suitors. (laughs) As opposed to like, oh, that's the safest fucking word you guys can (laughs) use. Your mother's has a, had a lot of suitors. Had a lot of suitors. Like, oh you my god. You son of a I bitch. Mean, you son of a bitch. You shut your mouth. <laughs> it fucking works. Who cares? It fucking works. But the great thing is, is MJF's mom loves to troll him too because he's such a great heel. And all she god. needs to do now is say something like, yeah, and one of them produced that little shit. That's it. That's it. Get on, get on Twitter. That's it. Dude, she's like. <laughs> She's awesome on Twitter. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, talking about living the gimmick when you don't, you're not even a part of the gimmick. Yeah, you don't have to be. And she's just like, watch me fucking add more heat to this poor fucker. And she does it well. It's great. It's great stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I like to think MGF is kind of behind it. It's like, hey, mom, can you, can you call me an ungrateful prick? Right. Oh, sure. You got it. Uh, and then what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be home for dinner. But this is looking good. This view, they, they're slow burning it. Um, we're not getting like fisticuffs every week. They're just kind of dodging each other. Um, and if Brian keeps winning matches up until February, he'll be the number one contender officially. And we're going to get Brian and MJF in a 60-minute Iron Man match. That's probably the time to crown him. I hate to say it like mm. that. I really do. I don't. MJF and 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 I've who was the other one? Britt Baker. She was the one that we all we've we've compared MJF to. He's he'll be on that. He could be on that upper echelon to the point where him losing the belt wouldn't hurt him. He's still over his holy motherfucker. So, I mean, there's 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 that. In all honesty, I just it's uh, I don't know. We'll 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 see. I mean, MJF isn't well known for his wrestling because he just comes out yeah. and cuts promos week after week and he wrestles very rarely. So this would be a great, like, proving ground. So, like, hey, MJF can go to distance. Yeah. I mean, there you go. That's a good way of looking at it, spinning it. And Brian would definitely put him over if that was the case and, 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 and in nice-looking fashion. It's, I'm, yeah. I'm over here talking like MJF's matches are boring. They're not. No, he's he's always star attraction. Oh yeah, thousand percent. Um, and I hate being on the fence every time we get in this situation with AEW. It happens all the time. Like this guy's doing great as champion, but that guy kind of needs a run. And Brian's put everybody over so far. Everybody and then some. Oh, That's man. the worst part. Thankfully, it's uh going to go to revolutions so we've got at least another three months of mjf as champ let's go let's go uh swerve defeats ar fox yeah hey, if you don't like the flippy shit you know you don't like mm-hmm. the match however this was uh excellent stuff they fucking if for anybody who watched lucha underground they fucking killed it back in the day when it was kill shot against dante fox um AR needs to be on television a lot more. A lot more. 
Even if you don't like the flippy shit, he's really good. Mm. Uh, and by the way, he's only $500 in the fantasy league right now. Jesus Christ. All right, well, come on. My statement's some more matches. He's getting picked up, boy. <laughs> um, Gun Club then hold a funeral for FTR and T's. <clears throat> um, FT, FTR interrupting, but of course they're still in Japan, uh, eating sushi with Mercedes. Hell yeah, they're not leaving no time soon. But uh, I, I hate the ass boys, and I hate the ass boys for a few reasons. And and the biggest reason is, um, as much as much as they're trying to be their own, they still have to use their dad's catchphrases and bullshit. They still have to fucking chop everybody and say, fucking suck it. Motherfucker, you guys weren't even a fucking thought in your daddy's mind when DX was happening, okay? You were still swimming around in this fucking nutsack. So, like, y'all don't need to be telling nobody, like, no. Stop it. Also, this isn't fucking 1999. Stop it. Oh, man. And no, it's not a heat (laughs) thing. It's a you suck thing. It's it's a go-away heat there you go. It's go away heat. Ask Jeff um, Jarrett about that heat. You don't want that heat. Oh, he's all over that right now. Mm. So, um, but I mean, that's FTR's feud when they eventually come back from Japan. Uh, Going to be feuding with Gun Club. And I'm, I'm guessing that the winners go on to feud with the Acclaimed. If, FT, if FTR is not leaving, then that's that's their spot. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last week with the Wrestle Kingdom predictions is that if FTR are losing all these titles, it must mean that they're going for the AEW tag team titles again. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for is it's now they've they've done the 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 legacy run, if you will. And now it's time to focus on the homegrown belts. But I mean, but there's then, also a lot of speculation. They're going they're going back to E. Everybody wants to go work for Uncle Paul, apparently. And we're in that problem again, like FTR already acclaimed. We, mm. we 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 like them both. Yeah, but at the same time, it's I it's I, it, that's one of those stories where it's it's time to give it up because of who who the opponent is. The the same thing with Kenny. It's like nobody can beat Kenny. Well, it's Hangman. Okay, well, I guess you losing the Hangman. True, true. Um. Ah. We, I, I don't know how to read this situation with uh, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Hikaru Shida because obviously somebody's turning. Um, Shida. Shida's obviously pissed off that she didn't get picked and was very disrespected by Soraya. And uncharacteristic of a babyface Soraya, too, to be so disrespectful to Shida. Yeah, blunt as a motherfucker. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, I, I can't call which way it's going to go, but somebody's turning. So that was immediately like number one topic as soon as right after the segment aired for the TSK. And um, the way I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it, if I'm booking this, Sheeta, cha- Sheeta turns on all of them. Sheeta attacks Tony Storm in the back. And that leaves, um, you know, that leaves uh, uh, Soraya with nobody to partner with. Now, that would obviously leave the opening for Mercedes Monet to show up. However,. I'm more of the don't give me the obvious, give me the better. And by better, I mean flying Kyrie. Have her come in and, oh, well, you know, I couldn't. Everybody wants somebody from Japan. Oh, Japan. Oh, Japan. And they're immediately going to think Mercedes Monet. But then when they fucking see that fucking goddamn uh, 
you know, pirate ship wheel over the shoulder of this young lady, fucking crowd's going to go bananas. She's going to probably get an Okada pop in fucking L.A. And if that's the place to do it, too. I mean, granted, yeah, it makes more sense for it to be. I don't want to say it makes more sense, but it makes just about the same amount of sense for Mercedes Monet because of the name factor. However, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not one to just, oh, because she's the name. If you're going to have a surprise partner, have a story behind it. You know, oh, I worked in stardom when, or, you know, I remember working with Kyrie back when, you know, I was hurt and I was a coach or I was a this or I was a that or, you know, but I kind of just booked myself and they're going to tell the story of them being friends and, you know, being total divas and all the other bullshit. But still. Sheeta goes heel. I like it. Yeah, even even Renee was just like, what the fuck was that? I'm about to say, you catch Renee off guard. You, she, she, you fucking <laughs> everything up. I mean, yeah, especially considering her and Soraya are so close. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, that segment went really well. Shockingly and, well. Uh, I mean, it, I will I will admit, uh, um, uh, Soraya, like, super, but you're my partner. That was, that threw me the fuck off. I was yeah. Like, huh? It was almost like she was teasing Sheeta and saying, I'm yeah. sat next to the best wrestler in the world, and then immediately just, like, gave her a cold shoulder. And I was like, oh, you're a bitch. It was very bitchy. Yep. Um, and I think it was even more impactful because they built and built and built this. Like, who's Soraya going to pick as a partner to face Britt Baker? Who's it going to be? Ta-da. Yeah, nice. And then, of course, main events. Uh, a nice, Oy. again, home state, hometown win for uh, Darby Allen capturing the TNT title. I've seen some people ask, what was the point in Joe dropping the title while the feud with Wardlow is still hot? The feud with Wardlow is not hot. No. Um, no. And at the same time, Joe still has the TV title. That's the... Okay, the, I was just going to say the same thing. It's like, Joe has this run where he is, like, he is the king of television. Like I understand that. He's still the Ring of Honor television champion. As far as the TNT... I'm with you. It's Wardlow... Wardlow fell off. That's what it is. It's not necessarily the feud between him and Wardlow. Wardlow fell off. And when Wardlow falls off, I don't give a shit um, who you put him up against. It's just not gonna. It's just not gonna work. It's just not. I'm sorry. And that's the unfortunate reality of where we are now. But with that being said, did you go not hear the fucking pop? Yes, I understand. It was in his hometown, and it was in his home state, and it was in his da 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 da. But there's also been this clamoring of we got to start pushing Darby again. We got to start pushing Darby again. We got to start pushing Darby again. Yeah. Bingo. Because there's also been this thing of, well, what did Darby gain from working with Punk? Nothing. No, yeah, he's the only one that garnered nothing so far. He's the only one that garnered nothing. And honestly, he's he was one of the better TNT champions. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad the title's back on him. And Joe did a great <laughs> job, too. Oh, yeah. Joe was an unbeatable monster for a while. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not complaining about it. But then again, we have a brain, so we we have a brain and we like Dobby. Yeah. Well, uh, so that yeah. was dynamite. Now, uh, I guess it's a new year, so we're wiping the slate clean for Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking head with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. 
nothing but a pencil neck geek. All right, so before we get into this week's Geek of the Week, we got to go back from last year. So counting Geek of the Week, all the Geek of the Weeks from 2022, the Geek of the Year is actually a three-way tie between Sanjay Dutt, Von Wagner, and a guy where people are willing to take a fucking bullet for him right now, CM Punk. Gee, I wonder why. Anyway. Congratulations on your Geek of the Year nom- Your wins, if you will uh, <laughs> Stop being fucking nerds And figure it the fuck out This right. week, however uh, We start the year off with a bang Because we got a fucking twofer um, One is a repeat offender And we'll get him out of the way And that's Jeff Jarrett And uh, the reason why Jeff Jarrett's on my uh, Geek of the Week list Or should be everybody's Geek of the Week Is not for his involvement in AEW And what he does on AEW But for spinning mm-hmm. what the acclaims rap was and making it out to be that Kurt Angle is still salty about the thing with his wife. Motherfucker, this is professional wrestling. You know how many motherfucking wives have changed hands to go to people that they know? I remember watching fucking Deborah McMichael. Deborah McMichael on fucking WCW just for her to end up being fucking Stone Cold's wife. Okay? Okay? So this is not... This is not nothing motherfucking new, boy. This ain't new. And that's been like 15 years. Okay? All fucking Kurt did was send a tweet. I think just, I forgot what the tweet even fucking said, but it couldn't have been that big of a deal, but he sends a tweet, and now Jarrett swears to God that Kurt's still salty over this thing. It's like, bro, you're wasting time on your own podcast for nothing. You're wasting your breath. And then your fucking wife's wasting her time on Twitter with the same shit. Stop it. Stop it. And yes, the reality is, is you did need his name to get relevant because motherfucker, you're on TV. You're on TV more than he is, and you still ain't relevant. Stop it. I think, Stop it. I think she started it. The oh, whole that wouldn't be surprising. Like she went on a whole tirade on Twitter. And She's telling me she pulled a rebel hardy. Pretty much, yeah. And then it Disgusting. was almost like it was almost like she Kind of said to Jeff, like, are you not going to say anything? And so he did. That's exactly what Rebel would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So because but, of that, Jeff, normally on, a, on any other day, I'd tell you, get Ben anyway, but get your ass in the bin. And then number two, um, this is, I want to say, the first time he's been on this. And I, I normally don't have many negative things to say about this guy. But... Um, Video popped up of him slapping on his wife, and I don't give a fuck who you are, what you do, what you're back. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And no, and for no reason, in no realm of this universe, should any man for any reason put a hands on woman unless it's for pleasure, which you know that's between y'all, or for help. You should never, ever, 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 never, never, not never, ever strike a woman. I don't give a shit if she was in the wrong. I don't give a shit if she was. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It, it's one of those things where, and I'll, and I'll gladly be the face of this of this uh, movement, if you will. You put hands on a woman in a negative way, you're going to see me in a negative way. Like, dead ass. That, that's where I'm at. I'm not going to play the game. 
I'm not going to play. I don't know you for shit. Good. That just means I get to beat your ass for, you know, without, with, without a guilty conscience. Don't ever put your hands on a motherfucking woman. No, he slapped her twice. And this guy is the, he's promoting a slap league. Guess what got postponed? The fucking slap league. All because you went out and you put your hands on your wife like a stupid. And because of that, you're the geek of the week. And probably going to be geek week for a hot minute, boy. Hot minute. Get used to that seat and get used to hanging out in that fucking trash can. God damn. Fucking Dana White. Fucking Dana White. Uh, well, we go from the geek of the week to the bestler of Come the week. On. Well, we also counted the bestler of the year entries for 2022, and you're not going to believe this. But the bestler of the year for 2022, also with three entries. I, I mean, I'm the one that chose, but bear in mind a lot of this is when he like first came back. So, mm-hmm. um, the bestler of 2022 was CM Punk. Funny how it works out. <laughs> it is how how is he the bestler of the year and the geek of the year? That's how his 2022. I'm about to say that's how you know your year ended bad. Yeah, that that's how you know your whole run ended bad. You start off strong, and just look at what the fuck happened. Like a fucking fallen turd from the sky. <sighs> However, the first uh, bestler of the week for 2023 is somebody who just stole a fucking show um, on Jan 4th yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is your new IWGP US champion And it was just like He went home and remembered Who the fuck he was Yes dude Best bout machine Kenny Bagat Omega Bag out. Um, I want to see more of that Kenny Omega But I want to see that Kenny Omega In AEW Please fucking do you hear me Do you fucking please just Fucking let him go. please Let him oh go Oh my god well, um, thank you to everybody who celebrated 2022 with us this past Saturday night on the Maxis Awards show. Um, did good. Yeah, it did. Coming up on January 26th is our next big event, Podcast Promo Rumble 8, Kickstarts 2023, Viking style. Viking style. The Max Wrestling World Championship is on the line as Travis DeWalker Anderson represents the modern day outlaws to defend the world title against the man they call the phoenix and as we just pointed out or just let me point out the last time these two met for the world title travis talked phoenix into putting uh what was it the uh the king of the mic nonsensory on the line and travis walked away with both the crown and the gold and uh we here in the modern day outlaws we like repeat performances yeah, um, they both made it to the King of the Mike final, but Phoenix was a world champion at the time, and Travis talked him into uh, defending the title in the match. So, History. very good business for uh, for Travis on that part. Um, and I don't think Phoenix has ever forgiven him for it. Go. History building. Um, but let's not forget the Modern Day Outlaws currently have two titles in their possession, and Cypher will have to defend his television championship too. 
after convincingly seeing off Chad at the Maxis. Uh, what was it? Five free. Cypher's challenger at Podcast Promo Rumble 8 will be none other than the man brave enough to poke the demoness with a stick oh. at Promo Mania. It's Daniel Crimmins. Oh, no, 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 no. And there's no quick fire this time. It's three stages of knowledge. Shit. Get your knowledge ready. Get your bag ready. Was it Cypher? I'm coming over. We're doing some goddamn studying. Also, though, coming up, we will be predicting the 2022 Royal Rumble. This is your 16-time predictions champion, by the by. And to do that and all this other fun stuff, you can go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com forward slash rumble8 for more information. Yeah, but oh, wait, there's one more thing. Um, it was once podcast promo rumble tradition to let champions choose their own challengers. Um, obviously, we got TV and world title booked already, but that tradition has been brought back for our current knowledge champion, Kenny Keller, in light of his his intense sudden death 10 to 9 showdown with the Phoenix at the Maxis. So after deliberating, Kenny has chosen to defend his title at the Rumble against Big Drumroll. That guy. El Jefe. Oh. Moses Marquez. Oh shit no. First time ever. Oh shit no. <laughs> Alright, well goddamn I'm glad I got these fucking books out to start studying, son of a bitch. Okay, here we go. Uh Kenny versus Moses. First time ever at Podcast Promo Rumble 8. Come on with it. So, like, I was thinking before I gave him the choice, I said, um, it used to be tradition, I'm going to let you choose your own challenger. And right before I said that, I was thinking, you know what? Kenny's never faced Moses. And that's who he picked. Beautiful. <laughs> great minds, baby. Great minds, what they say. Uh, and here's what other people say. It's time for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Mark say. I fucking hate you all. OMG! Eggplant emoji. WTF! Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Mark's sick. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Um, I'm, I've got a feeling this is going to take up the biggest portion of the segment, so who has not been very oozy on TikTok? Oh my goodness gracious. Um... Uh, as I said in like the opening line of this fucking show, the marks went bananas for Wrestle Kingdom, and uh, there was there was no surprise on TikTok. It was definitely uh, I want to go seventy forty with uh, the they were very upset that Osprey lost. How could you beat your home guy with an outside name? And uh, the one guy that I'm going to give a spotlight to, and just because you're brand new to the gimmick, we're going we're gonna to change the name on you one time. We're going to call you Saint Guy. Uh, Saint Guy. We're just going to call you Saint Guy. Because uh, if I give you anybody else his whole, whole name, it would be given away. Saint Guy was what we're going to call him. Um, feels uh, Will Ospreay got buried. Now, I don't understand. And again, this is what I mean. We need to change that definition of buried. Because I don't understand how you go 30, almost 35 minutes, put on one of the greatest matches in professional wrestling history. Some are even touting to be the greatest wrestling match in professional wrestling history. In what way, again, how does all of that in a ball say that Will Ospreay got buried? <laughs> and, uh, again, you're talk. we're taught, this isn't, this isn't, they didn't bring in, and I'm going to say it like this, they didn't bring in John Moxley. 
They didn't bring in uh, uh, an Eddie Kingston. They didn't bring in a Chris Jericho. They brought back home one of the god, the god of pro wrestling, as Don Callis would say, but a true god in Japan in Kenny Omega. And do you think the people in Japan were just going to forget who the fuck Kenny Omega was? Nah. You know who's not mad that fucking Will Ospreay lost? Anybody in Japan. Anybody in Japan. Because the reason is, is they see him now going for the fucking big title. But because of that, now they have an opportunity to see Kenny all the time. Because they're willing to look at things in a positive man in a positive manner. It's a crazy idea. Crazy idea. And then, um, so... That's that's we'll leave him today. Hopefully that's the last time we get him on this show. He's normally really good at his stuff. He's normally really good at his stuff. So for t- today, I'll just call it a lapse in judgment. And then, of course, um, he's made himself a fucking segment, or at least a part of this segment uh, weekly is my man, White Chocolate <laughs> and my man, White Chocolate. We have literally and I, I kid you not when I say this, Dad, we have literally for about three and a half, almost four days gone back and forth in comments of how he swears to God the elite is the NWO of this era and CM Punk has been underutilized and under this and dies and da, 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 da. And it's, but in none of that has he brought up the issues that Punk has caused that the issues that Punk wouldn't uh, ride the fucking, the company buses with people. He wouldn't ride the shuttle buses with people. So he traveled alone in his own fucking RV. He had issues to the point where he had issues with the doctors. He had issues with talent. He had issues with everybody in between. And again, as we talked about in that first episode of the, uh, the two sweet click, which by the way, official name change is kicking it with the TSK. We're going to have to address that at a different time, but right. it's um, the reality is, 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 and this motherfucker garnered all of this negative attention for himself. And it only blew up because TK refused to play manager. Refused to, to play the adult. You know, everybody wants to blame the elite for taking action, but nobody looks at Punk and his voice for that action he was taking. It's the same ball game. It's literally just played at a different time. That's all it is. So, of course, because of that, White Chocolate, you stay being a part of the shit marks say, uh, brother, I'm just going to send you a shirt that says I'm the, I'm the mark. And this is what I say. You know what? We, we should send those t-shirts. to. People. I'm, I'm going to make them t-shirts. Don't, you know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> that is a great idea. I said some stupid shit online and all I got was this stupid shirt. Hey, fuck you. Be grateful. Be grateful. Um, on the, on the Twitter side of things. First up, we have Cornette's freak on a leash. Um, the the actual name tells you all you need to know. Uh, Cornette's what freak on a leash says Kenny Oliver won the title. Man, New Japan treats that U.S. title like shit. The only uh-huh. time it felt worth something was when Cody had it. Tony's checks must be good to keep on allowing disrespect for their talent and titles. Now, Cody held it for three months and a day. And lost it the one and only time he defended it to Juice. So please tell me how it felt worth something more when Cody had it. Yeah, makes no sense. And did, by the way, does this Kenny, do they know that this Kenny guy um, was the original champ? Right. Not only the original U.S. champ, but the still the second longest reigning um, before we put Jay White over, who also blew up with the title. God, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, and understand. And then here's my other thing: How does Tony's 
chicks keep allowing this disrespect for their talent and titles? In what way? First off, in what way is Will Ospreay, like, if this is a, a spin on fucking Ospreay, or what is it? What, it's, it, is it because, okay, so hold on. It's the negativity is off the U.S. belt. Is that's what, because I can barely understand what the fuck this goddamn point is. So yeah. the fucking disrespect is the U.S. title. Hmm. The title that was made, that had a big ass presentation, that had a big ass tournament, including Japanese stars. Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb? Literally made for Kenny. Oh my fucking god! In the fucking bin. Yeah, in the bin. Um, next up we have Hector knows more than Taz. No, the fuck he doesn't. No, the fuck he doesn't. No, the fuck he doesn't. Um, Hector seems to think that it's too bad AEW suffers from all these wrestlers getting injured during unnecessary spots. The constant botches by wrestlers who seem to have learned how to wrestle via video games. Um. What? Taz responded, such a ridiculous point of view, so ridiculous. It's wrestling. It's dangerous. On Indies, UK, Mexico, Japan, WWE, AEW, and while training, it's Mm. dangerous. That's my point of view, which is built on legitimate experience worldwide at highest level. Botches happen everywhere. Everywhere. But that didn't shut Hector up uh, because he came back with ridiculous You've become quite the company man. Of course, there are injuries everywhere, but AEW suffers from unnecessary ones with stupid spots. But sure, you've become Tony's pet. You know, you know what's really unnecessary? All the fucking house shows WWE does, which is where most of their fucking injuries come from. Look at AJ. Look at fucking AJ. Oh my god. Literally just broke his ankle last week at a house show. Cody broke his tit. Just training. Torn titties. Torn his titty. Right off the bone. Randy's out injured. Champa's out injured. Seth got fucked up on Raw. Yeah. Mark knows if or when Big E's coming back. But uh, please keep telling this seasoned wrestling veteran more about how AEW is more yeah. dangerous. Yeah, come on. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen, dumbass. Oh, my God. When, didn't, didn't Taz break his neck, too? And but that, again, was, hey, that was an accident. But hey, hey it, it, botches. Yeah. Botches. You're unsafe. You you guys learned from video games. Taz, fucking Taz learned from video games. <clears throat> fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. This this is this is a guy who literally had his neck broken from a botch saying, Hey, that's the business. Botches happen. Botches happen. <sighs> And you know what? I wouldn't really call an injury a result of a botch. Injuries just happen because it is a dangerous fucking form of entertainment. What I would call a botch is Sasha's, Mercedes's, whatever fucking finisher that was supposed to be. That's a botch. That's a botch. When you That's fuck up a move a on, when you when you go for a move and it does not come out executed well, that's a botch. Not oh, you just so happen to get injured off of a move. No, motherfucker. That's because this is a dangerous sport. I'm literally throwing myself around or getting thrown around for your entertainment. Sometimes I'm going to land funny. And because of that, I'm going to get hurt. It happens. Look at, okay, uh, let's talk about the safest fucking wrestler there's ever goddamn been in fucking Juan Cena. (laughs) When his nose went like that, 
Was that because Seth was unsafe? Or was that because shit happens? If you listen to some people, it's because he was unsafe. Fucking balls. I mean, I don't like his fucking buckle bomb, but that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. Um, Cena's picked up so many, like, injuries that have just happened because timing was wrong or... Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I think and, that, I think that's how he tore his bicep. Yeah, I think so. That's definitely how he broke his nose. Mm-hmm. But I, I have never once heard John Cena complain. No, he's just it's like, well, that's the nature of the game. That's the nature of the. What is it? Uh, Roddy Piper ended up going on a, on a talk show one night and said, "Oh, it's so fake." And he fucking pulls down his pants and he's like, you know, he's like, I had to have my hip replaced, broken wrist, all these, you know, all these things. And it's the fucking truth because this isn't. Again, I, to to the fucking nerds, bro. To the nerds out there, I want you. I want you know. This is what I want. I want every wrestling promotion to allow anyone that goes to the arena to just go and touch the ring. Just go touch it. Just allow them thirty, forty. Call it a ninety second venture. You go in and you get to on the ring. Go feel that on your fucking hands, and tell me, oh shit, never mind. They got hurt because that shit hurts. That shit hurts. Oy. They are marks, and that's the shit they say. You guys suck. Okay. Um, almost at the end of the show, but we do have time, of course, for the podcast. Uh, 60 second promo. Let's go. Um, and I had the unenviable task of cutting the promo on Will Ospreay, who, who who's pissed off 90% of the time. Yeah, he is. And then now probably call an extra fucking 10% pissed off now. Yeah. Um, but hey, let's, let's, let's roll with it. Let's rock it. Uh, I'm not going to time myself, but I think uh, I'll hit like a minute. So let's go. I'm sure you will. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> All right. And pick up the mic. Osprey, you're going to put me against Osprey. Will Osprey. Will, you know what we call guys like you in our neck of the woods? A fuckboy. Oh, jeez. You, you were the type of guy that I went through high school hating. The, the cocky, arrogant, everybody look at me, fuckboy. So, you know what? I will gladly be the one to knock you down a peg or two. Now, I'll admit, you're impressive. You've achieved a lot. Hell, you even named a new finisher the Stormbreaker. Well, let me tell you something, bitch. Kingpin, I'll pay you for that later. Will, I don't hide from the storm. I bring the storm. And I'm bringing my own Stormbreaker, bitch. Oh, let's go. Ding, ding, ding. That was fantastic. <laughs> God, that's a great segment. Oh, this, that was such a great move to bring that back. Such a great move. Yeah, I don't know why Phoenix used to hate doing the uh, on-the-spot promos back in the day, because they're fun. That's Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix don't like doing nothing that ain't involved sleeping and drinking. True, very true. <laughs> um, so thank you for spending your furthy with us on this brand new era of Max Wrestling. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week with the A to B of Retro Rewind. SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Retros is um, 
I'm not even gonna lie to you. Retro got pushed back. Uh, all due to the new venture that we had uh, that I had just dropped the name. Um, so officially, what's going on? If you're if you're subscribed to the Max Wrestling uh, YouTube channel, and you should be, and we thank you for it, you noticed a random new thing pop up. It said TSK Discord mm-hmm. discussions. Well, that was a temporary name mainly because this was an on the fly thing, but. Expect that a little more regularly. This is not a, uh, it's not necessarily a branch off of Max Wrestling, but it is going to be a branch off Max Wrestling. We here at Max each and every week try to cover everything going down to the wrestling week. Plus, we also have our fun segments, which you get with the TSK, which, by the way, that show is officially going to be dubbed Kicking It with the TSK. Uh, what you're going to end up getting from us is just a full blown diving deep into whatever the hot topic is. And the hot topic at hand in the first episode up is CM Punk. Can he and the elite work together? Can that actually happen? Can we force Tony Khan to be the adult in the relationship and allow this thing to go down? Or is he so toxic it's not worth the energy? Uh, We're also working on a full-on in-depth look at Wrestle Kingdom with, of course, the fallout nonsense of, you know, the the Kenny uh, madness and and Mercedes Monet and where does Okada go from here, of course. And uh, we're going to be doing more shows like that. It's going to be it's going to be a little more off off script, a little more one topic based. But um, it will be here on Max because this is where we is. This is where we this is where I call home. And if anything I'm doing, I'm bringing here. To you know, to to reap in the glory, if you will. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm gonna say every, everybody right now, it did not go quietly. It's no. it's up there with the max episodes already. I mean, it 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 showed up and it said some stuff. So I mean, I'm I'm excited to continue it. Um, we're already hoping maybe one of these days we can finagle some time scheduling wise and have you jump on with us. It's it's one of these things where. Uh, the TSK is open for everyone, and just like on Max, we're welcome to bring anybody in and, and just have a full, uh, a a real topic focused discussion to the point where we're willing to have the pros and the cons. We're willing to to look at it from the from the the side of the marks and the side of the smarks, if you will. So it is a very as, interesting show, as all wrestling should be. Fucking a right. Um. That's so right. there you go. That's right. And then, of course, you know, you got to hit the socials. All the socials are such important. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512, and at SMR Podnet. Make sure you're checking out the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And don't forget to sub, follow, hit the buttons on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. Again, remember the goals that we have in mind. We're looking at 500 for the Max Wrestling YouTube, and we're looking at 1500 because we got to 12 finally we're looking at 1500 now on max wrestling's tiktok so keep it coming share it to your friends and you know you want to so do it all the time all right and with that said join us next week week. uh where hopefully i'll get a little bit of revenge and maybe moses will have to cut the uh 60 second promo i'm fucking down (laughs) let's go let's go you've been watching the cap and mo goodbye And good night. Hefe says, Hefe means, boy.